Checking in, Quincy City Council President, Councilor at Large Noel Debona, to update us on what was the last full City Council meeting of 2023. Noel, how are you? Good morning, Joe. It was a good. It was a good night. You know, thank you. And I'm just gonna. I'm gonna miss talking to you on these mornings after uh, the City Council meetings. I know. I'm gonna miss it too. You'll have to uh, let the new Council President know this is part of their job. <laughs> and um, you know, um. Just looking back here, um, unfortunately, we had some power outages last night over at, um, throughout the city of Quincy. Um, and in my particular area of Ward 1, we, uh, we were out since 11 o'clock, and I guess it came back on around 8.30 last night. So that was really good that the power came back on. But I called Chief of Staff Chris Walker, said, how are you doing up at City Hall? Is there still power? And he said, yes. So we, we had the city council meeting going on last night, which was great. Um, a lot of great items on the agenda. Obviously, we started off with the um, honoring the friends of Ruth Gordon Amphitheater. Um, you know, uh, Councilor Ann Mahoney, um, you know, brought them in and it was a good little crowd in there. And, and we, we thank them for everything that they did this summer um, with all the different festivities that we had up at the uh, uh, the pageant field area. The Ruth Gordon Amphitheater was was fantastic. And uh, I think uh, Chuck Phelan and Ann Mahoney and myself, we, we all went down there this summer and enjoyed. So we had them in the council chambers to start off the meeting. Uh, we had some stuff we brought out of the ordinance. We'll start off with the ordinance stuff is, um, you know, the ordinance committee, uh, Councilor McCarthy, um, you know, zoning, amending chapter 3C75, um, you know, which is the uh, MBTA community multifamily overlay district. We, we really got our hands tied on this one, Joe. Um, the state is mandating us to um, we're in these certain zones, I guess you could call them, and, and we have to kind of construct and build more housing. Um, and that puts a, a wrench in everything because we're, we're always already been doing it along the way, Joe. We're not getting any credit for what we've done already. Uh, we've had 610 new units up at North Quincy's T station, and they're not even going to consider the fact that we've already started constructing. We're going to be penalized because of the other communities, the other municipalities, um, throughout the state of Massachusetts for what they haven't done. Um, so we're going to be getting into an area where, you know, really stress that we really got to, if we're going to be building in North Quincy and the West Quincy areas, it would kind of, kind of put the gun to our head. Um, then we're going to have to really protect the residential A's and really exp extend that into the areas that are, are just residential neighborhoods. So uh, we have to look forward into the rezoning and into the next phase of 2024 um that was voted yes from all members of the council all nine and then we went into the lda the land disposition disposition agreement or the former ross lot um that is a beautiful site for this um we had a lot of strong strong consent that we want to continue to build in the downtown um it's going to be a big box grocer and as you can say we, we kind of have to keep that a secret until we get in the negotiation process it's the best kept secret you say um so we're, 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 that's a nine zero vote last night. The great thing about that is the infrastructure is in place. The general's bridge is in place, the infrastructure underneath, um, the different roadways, um, the special legislation, special permitting granting stuff has already been put in place. So, um, there's going to be an 800 parking garage, uh, um, you know, right next to this grocer and, um, the grocer will be able to use, I believe it's got 300 and 500 split. So, um, some will be for residential and some will be for, for, for mixed uh, everybody's use. I don't think we're going to run into an issue. We didn't run into the issue on the other side of the garage 
where the O'Connell building came up at Chestnut Place and the LBC. And now we have, you know, everything that's around there, the fours and Kilroy Square and Alba. We, we haven't had an issue with parking over there. So I don't anticipate a parking on this side. So those two were nine zero votes that came out of the uh, ordinance committee, which was kind of the important factor that we were trying to get these in before the new year. And we had a lot of deliberations and stuff with it, both items, and we brought out last night and voted on. Yeah, a lot of action taking place uh, to get that project moving, um, for sure. You know what I was curious about, Noel? I don't know if you know or not, but I know that um, according to the land disposition agreement, you're selling that uh, Atlantic development for $7.3 million. Is that right? Yes. And we also uh, purchased, obviously, the, the, um, the garage area. Um, to do this project we, we're this this funding that we do in the downtown remember the diff the district improvement financing fund everything that's paid for in the downtown pays for itself it doesn't go outside the district to go into the tax base the diff pays for itself so everything that's going to be funded out of this um, district improvement finance everything inside that urdp is going to be paid for through that person per personal fund. So that particular fund is, is set up for that. I know people misconceive like, you know, that's going to be, you know, this, this is all done in that, 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 in that zone, I call it the downtown district, you know? So yes, we, that is going to be the case, but we're going to make this funding back and it's going to be taxed back to the city and it's going to provide a service for, for the people that live inside the city. So I, I think this is going to be great. It's a perfect location. It's where the skating rink is, it's going to be right next to the skating rink where the parking lot that everybody's parking for the skate rink right now. It'll be parceled right there, and then there'll be entrances into the garage where the where the kind of the ice rink is right now. And it'll be right next to the General's Bridge where we had to do the infrastructure. And once we get this in underway, I believe that on the other side, the Ross Garage site, the Ross Lot side, Fox Rock's going to start their development over there in that area, you know, Beth Israel with the, with the, with getting them underway. So it's all the pieces to the puzzle to get things done. And uh, the General's Park is out there. We get the statues. We get the Christmas tree out there right now in the park area. It's been great. Okay, very good. Uh, and I know that you had uh, some special uh, goodbyes for three counselors, right? We sure did. We sure did. And, um, you know, Ann Mahoney's been on the council now for six years. I've served eight of my 10 years of being elected with her. I was on the school committee for, for two years with her, and I was on all of her six years. We've been on the council together. I don't know if people know this. We've run in four races together, 2013, 2017, 2019, and 2021. Me and Ann have been together on that ballot um, many a times, and we've campaigned together, and we worked pretty good as a team. I I, I tell you, Ann, Ann's pretty fierce, and um, she's willing to, to to go out there and talk about the things that she, most most counselors won't want to talk about. And she kind of like gives a little bit of an entrance to allow other counselors to talk about certain things. So we're, I'm going to miss her. I, I, I've been around her for eight of the 10 years. I, I know what she's about. I know how she legislates and uh, she brings a little different element to the table. So we're definitely going to miss Anne and everything she's done. I, I wish her the well, I wish her well with all her future endeavors. She spent uh, 12 years on the school committee and six years on the council, 18 years of public service. So she's done a, she's done a pretty good job. You know, um, Chuck Phelan, he was on for eight years back in the late eighties and nineties. He came back for the last four years as a, as ward five city councilor. Chuck, we're going to miss him as well. Um, he brings a lot of institutional knowledge that he had from the back council, the, the, the former councils that he served with different mayor that he served with different administrations, how they handled things. 
And we're really going to miss Chuck. Chuck really represented the people of Ward 5. And, and, and he made, he made, you know, he was part of the uh, short-term re- rental, um, uh, you know, Airbnb uh, legislation that we put in use. Um, he was part of the Ruth Gordon Amphitheater as a resolution to keep that there. Um, he, he opened the doorway a lot for a lot of other counselors to get on board. And, you know, he voted for the things for the mayor for some things. And then he said no to some of the things. And I have to give Chuck a lot of credit because he represented the people in his ward. I, you know, I go out in his ward because I'm an at-large counselor. We walked around together. It, it's not always easy. And um, they want you to go to the table and represent them. So Chuck did a fantastic job. Anthony, Anthony Andronico, Ward 2, got originally appointed to the position for one year and then and then ran and, and won the position and then he'd been on for three years. Um, his race, he only lost by 55 votes. It was a very, very, very close race. Anthony was a very good colleague. Um, you know, he, he did a really good job up there at the council and I, I don't think it's over for him. I, he's only 30 years old. So I believe uh, Anthony down the road will be in some compa- kind of capacity of, of public service. Maybe he comes take some years off and comes back. But all three counselors, which was great about them. They already had elected official status. So Anthony came from the school committee for three years and had come from the school committee for 12 years. And Chuck had been a former counselor for eight years. So when they came on to the city council, they had some elected ability to understand how to work with other counselors, how to work with the administration, how to work with the mayor. And, and I think that really helped. You're losing three people that had experience prior to being on the council um, and then, and now they're going to leave. So, um, and enough against the new three, the new three don't, and, um, um, they have other experience, um, within a municipality, but they're not going to, they don't have governmental experience. So it's hard to replace that. And when you get up with a council of nine, especially with all the different personalities and the way people handle things and the way, you know, ward councils do this thing and at large do this thing. And, it's a, just a little bit of a learning curve, a little bit of a learning curve, Joe. And the three of them, when they came up to the council, they kind of already had been introduced to municipal, municipal government experience. So I'm um, really going to miss all three of them. And I wish all of them the best on their uh, you know, future endeavors. Um, and then, you know, um, and it's my it's our last meeting of last night. And it's my last meeting as being the council president. Um, I'm just looking back, Joe, on the last two years of being the council president, getting into session again in person. We're coming out of COVID. Uh, we got back in session in 2000, um, right in March of 2022. We kind of got back into the council chambers and we, we started doing, uh, getting away from the remote meetings. It's been a great experience leading the council in that capacity. Um, you know, Joe, I, I really enjoy being a city councilor at large and being the council president. Uh, if, if it was a full-time position, if we had paid a little bit more, I would do this full-time. I would do what Boston City Council does full-time. It's, it's by far my favorite job that I've ever had in my entire life. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in the parking lot getting ready to go to the Registry of Deeds in Dedham, and I've been there for three years now, and I, I, I could bypass that. And, and I've been to the sheriff's office for five years, and I, I could bypass that. And I've been a small business owner for 20 plus years, 26 years, I could bypass that. And I've been in the health club industry, uh, been in the mortgage industry. And I tell you, being a city councilor at large is my favorite job of all. And I talked to my wife, I, w- I wish it paid enough for me to do this full time because I definitely do it. I-, I love representing the people. You get to legislate the way you want to legislate. You get to govern the way you want to govern. You can say whatever you want to say. And I-, I really like that ability of being able to do that. And um, 
I'm looking forward to the next phase of, of 2024 of being reelected as counselor at large. I'll continue to serve the people, represent them, say what I want to say, legislate the way I want to legislate. I'm going to come off as a council president, but I'm going to get back on the floor. I always joke with Brian Palmucci. He used to say every time we were going up for, I says, Brian, you're in line to be the council president. He's like, no, I'm all set. I like being on the floor. So I don't mind going back to the floor, you know, and, and being back on the well and, and being able to, you know, as council president, you usually have to let everybody speak before you, you get to, you get on the front end now, you know? So Joe, I, I really enjoy talking to you. I really enjoy the whole atmosphere of being counselor in, in Quincy. And I love Quincy. I love what it's doing. I mean, I came off the school committee to run for counselor at large because of the downtown development and that LDA that was in front of us last night was, was something I know we need to move forward. And we, you know, the other, other developers have done their part. The LBCs have done their part with, with development. The, the O'Connell has done his part. The Galvins have done their part. The, you know, the uh, Quincy municipal, uh, Quincy um, uh, fire, um, which, which does the West of Cheston is then their part to develop the, the downtown. Now we have two other groups that are going to come in. Uh, Fox Rock's going to come to the table now. You know, they, 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 we've been waiting for them. They've done other developments across the city, but now they're going to do that um, just to the, to, to basically the side of the, the, the general's bridge. And this gr new grocer with the garage is going to give the infrastructure in place for all of it. So we're looking forward to downtown development because that's where the economic engine will be. And I'm um, looking forward to 2024. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and, 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 and happy holidays to everybody else. Um, and we're looking forward to QA TV going into 2024. And uh, Joe, I, I, I thank you for everything you've done over there and, and all our mornings that we've spent over here doing, um, you know, good work and letting the public know what's going on in our city council meetings. I appreciate you taking the time to do that, Noel. And uh, I know that the next meeting will be uh, January 8th at 10 a.m., right, at City Hall? Yes, it's going to be more of a um, um, a, a setup meeting where we're going to get inaugurated and really basically. So we won't – it'll be a meeting. It's generally really a meeting, but there will be no discussions about City Council meetings. So it'll just be us swearing in and, and having, you know, basically, you know, everybody will be sworn in. The mayor will be sworn in, the city councilors, and the, the school committee members as well. So – We'll pretty much do that for the day. And then and then our, our regular scheduled or possibly the passing of the um, uh, uh, of the gavel will be January 22nd, uh, which will be uh, basically a two weeks from that, because we have a couple holidays in there. Martin Luther King Jr. is on that Monday, the 15th, I believe we're going to be coming back in the following week. So um, and, and that's 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 how we kind of have it set up for the month of January. Yeah. And uh, of course, the buzz about the city is that uh, Ian Kane may be the next council president. Uh, I, think he, I think he has the votes, Joe. And this is what it's all about is getting the votes. And I think he's next in line. You know, um, he, I've come on with, 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 with Ian and he's been a great colleague. And uh, I think he's good for the role. And I think he'll do a fantastic job of, of, of leading us into the next dimension and working with the different personalities that we have up at the city council level. I mean, you got a lot of personalities up there. I've, I've served with a lot of different people. So I think Ian will do. And if he, if he has the votes in place, which I think he does, um, I think he's going to do a great job passing. I'd love I'm, I'm, I'm actually honored to to pass the uh, gavel to him. All right. Well, a very uh, safe, healthy, happy holiday season. Noel, to you and your family. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joe. And thank you.